Yo, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host, Lucky, and today I thought I would... Okay, I hope you guys don't take this too offensively. Um, you know, all you guys listening, I really do appreciate everybody listening. But before I get a YouTube video out on this, I thought I would, like, work out my thought process on the podcast, and then eventually it'll get into, like, an actual video. But I wanted to give my, like, this isn't exactly a review, so to speak. This is more of an argument that I've been I've been formulating in my mind a little bit, and I really wanted to kind of throw it out there to you guys. And you know, podcasts to me are like my journaling, somewhat. So whenever I get to, you know, whenever I get to do these things, I or whenever I I need to, you know, reflect on something. I think that's why I like doing these these um these podcasts every day because it helps me sort out my thoughts a little bit so they don't just stay crammed in there i think that's one thing that people really need to take into account you know whether it's journaling video journaling or sorry um uh, audio journaling you know whatever you want to do i think it's good to get these thoughts out of there because you know otherwise they just kind of stay in uh in like certain places you know they then they just get you know you end up forgetting about them you forget that they were even an idea of yours you know and then you come back to them and then you keep on revisiting them like every single time so i wanted to talk about the zombie land saga as you can probably tell from the title uh i wanted to make the argument for why it is the best idol anime ever made and before i do this i should actually look up other idol anime <laughs> um i've looked this up many times and I, ooh, fandom spot. I don't know about this one. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I want to make a clear argument for why I think Zombieland Saga is the best idol anime. Now, I have not watched a whole lot of idol anime, and maybe I'll try and narrow it down a little bit to maybe, like... Uh, idol anime that are like with an all-female cast because i haven't watched any uh, too many of like the male all uh the male idol animes you know what i'm saying um but i haven't watched love live i haven't watched prepara i'm looking at a bunch of these i'm like i don't even know what the heck these are uh i'm sure they're good i'm sure they're good don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i'm sure they're good um but and you know i liked idly pride i liked 22-7. Didn't like uh, Wake Up Girls, I think is what it's called. Uh, did not like that one. I, I thought that they ended up using a little too much fan service for girls that are supposed to be like 13 or 14. Like, I, I it just didn't fit in with the anime. I don't mind if there's like some fan service and stuff or romance or anything like that. I, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't usually happen in idol anime. You typically, we want to... This is like a messed up thought, but typically idols, whenever they're in a relationship it's kind of over so to speak like there's not they're not usually allowed to be in a relationship during their time as as an idol so uh yeah wake up girls yeah i didn't really like this one uh, i think that i i didn't completely like it there there's one thing that this anime that wake up girls did do pretty well it was kind of showing how crazy the idol industry is like they start off like you have to watch the movie first before you actually go into the series by the way um just to let you know i went into the series by accident and then i was like what the hell is going on here because they they were all talking about each other nobody introduced themselves anymore i was like what the hell who are you people so i ended up watching the movie first and then 
and uh, so actually after that, I ended up watching the movie and then, you know, went from there. But uh, it, yeah, it was, it's a little bit more focused on the, uh, I'm not saying it doesn't have good performances. It doesn't have good, and not that it doesn't have good, um, what would you say, like animation or anything like that. But, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty, pretty well done for the most part. Um, I just, I, I just kind of fell off of it. it. It just didn't seem like it was my kind of anime. And, you know, the thing that I have to, the, the things that I'm going to be considering when I'm making this argument are, well, I'm going to acknowledge that fact that I haven't watched a whole lot of idol anime. I've seen, like I said, I've seen probably four at tops off the top of my head. And one of them I don't even think is. So, you know, I've watched Zombie Lens Saga, Idly Pride, 22-7, Wake Up Girls a little bit. Um, have I watched any other ones so far? I don't, I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. So I just want to make that very clear. I am not, I'm not like a big idol anime connoisseur, but I, I'm making this bold statement because I think that it's going to hold up no matter what idol anime I watch. Now, the things that I will be including in my argument are the story, the music, the characters, the, well, I guess the animation as well. Um, then yeah, I, th I think those are pretty four pretty good spots to kind of start off with. But I just yeah, let's actually let me start off with the music first off because I feel like I just want to get that out of the way before. I mean, I feel like we need to get that out of the way before I kind of focus on some other things. So the music is actually really good in Zombie Land Saga. I've never really seen too many idol anime where I didn't like the music. I mean, as a, like uh, I, I used to be like a musician and stuff, so I I get what kind of makes a really hard hitting uh, pop song in some ways, but. The thing about Zombie Line Saga is there's so many different characters that each one of them brings like a different type of style to them. Like Saki is this very punk rock uh, person to a certain de degree. Um, punk rock pop, I guess, would be a good way to like describe what her style is. Um, you know, Junko had a great uh, metal song. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but uh, it was really good. It's, it's actually one of my favorite songs of like, of their whole list. Yugiri had a great like jazz slash burlesque song that came out. Uh, Saga G Jihen, I think is what it's called um, in the second season. And Oh, by the way, I'm going to be spoiling a little bit of this, but not, I'm not going to go like super hard into spoilers. Like I just spoiled like a couple songs that come out in like the second season right there, but I'm not going to go hard into why this um, into like the crazy parts of the story. And I think just kind of talking about what, why it's so good and why, you know, you should, why um it's the best idol anime ever um you know and then you have like i who's very very pop like and her and junko have a very interesting dynamic because junko is uh like the like an original idol like really really old idol. i can't remember how long ago it was but they were they had like i think it was colorless tv so it wasn't like it wasn't anything like crazy at that time i'm trying to think of a good comparison uh, i can't really think of any off the top of my head um but it would be like if somebody looked back at like i, I don't know like like if a singer looked back at like chuck berry or something like that uh, like a rock singer looked back at chuck berry it would be like that. It'd be like, oh man, you know. Uh, so I, I kind of looked up to Junko in that way, and so you, you see the dynamic between each one of these is actually very, very cool. Uh, so the, um, sorry, I went to the characters a little bit too much on that one. I'll, I'll get back to the music, but um, I wanted to bring that up because each one of their voices are very, very unique. It's, it's really weird because. 
these girls are like voice actresses. I, I mean, I don't know if any of them are actually like proficient, like, I'm oh, sorry, were well known as like singers before this, but they all have pretty good voices for the most part. You know, Sakura is technically the main lead uh, for most of the songs. So um, usually, what do they call it? Like a center, I think is usually what they call it. They, they call these kind of girls. But each it's, it's cool that each girl actually gets their own time in the spotlight, which is really cool. You know, I, I think, yeah, so far, everybody has had a, a, a part in the spotlight, including uh, the the girl who is like the, the traditional zombie, like she can't actually say anything so far. She just says, uh, uh, you know, she does that at Tay or Tai. Uh, she, she does that. But even then she got like a drum solo during that, uh, during, during uh, Junko's performance. So, I mean, she's definitely had, and she had like a whole uh, episode like dedicated to her. So it's really cool to see this because with idols, with uh, not idol anime, so to speak, because I, idol anime, I think usually, Usually they're about seven to eight um, people, but you know, idols in real life, they can get up to, I've heard of up to like a hundred people in a band. It's like, what the fuck dude? this? Too, there's too many people here. There's too many people here. I don't know who any of you are and I actually don't care. So, uh, I mean, I guess it's uh, in comparison to other idol anime, but uh, uh, it's pretty much the same, but this story, uh, this, um, this music, it, the one thing, and Michael has told me this, and I didn't know what he meant at first because, I mean, he always says this, but he's like, he's always like, uh, he's always like, man, it's like, I like an, I like songs where the anime, it, like, it actually it makes sense, right? So when you read the subtitles, it actually has something to do with the anime or something like that. And I didn't know what he meant until like this series because all of a sudden. You know, especially once you get to the second episode where you get the, I think it's the first performance that they get, which is like a rap. And they're like, uh, Sakura and Saki are literally going back and forth and rapping to each other. And it was such a cool dynamic to see. You know, it was so cool to see the characters be brought out in that way. And the performance really brought to life the story. And that's the other thing about these performances is that they are, they do a really good job of highlighting story elements of it. Saga Jihen would be a great example of that, the Yugiri song that's uh, very burlesque, jazz-ish. Um, and Lily has a great song in episode five or six, I think, of the first season, which is very emotional. It really it really hit me hard. I remember we did a video a long time ago talking about it, and I, I remember I got really, like, I got, like, not, like, emotional, but I got a little deep on why I like that song Uh one of our, like, shit like original videos but yeah it was uh it really got me so um yeah it was the the music really highlights and complements the story to such a large degree that it, it doesn't feel like it's separated whereas you know some idol anime it can feel it can feel a little bit like the songs are just pop songs that the idol group has in real life that they're trying to shove into, you know, they're trying to shove into the, the story a little bit, you know, they're trying to shove in there and be like, Oh yeah, this is just a pop song. But these songs actually have to do with their lives. You know, um, Saki's song is actually one of my, it's such a great song. I mean, Junko's Junko's song is my favorite just because of her voice. Her voice is so I've been, dude, I've been freaking, uh, like talking about her all the time but her voice is so good it's it's just really very i don't know it's a deep voice but it's not a, it's not exactly like 
It's so weird, man. It's so weird how well all of their voices complement each other. Like you have Junko, who's a very, he's like the deepest voice. But then you have like Lily, who's a high pitched voice. You know, the the young young girl kind of voice. Then you have Yugiri, which is a very sensual, older woman kind of voice. Then you have Saki, who's a very, uh, I don't want to say gangster, but like 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 I said before, punk, very punk pop kind of thing. I guess. Uh, Kind of an example of this would be like Gwen Stefani, if you want to think about it in that kind of way. Um, then you have I, who's very like Britney Spears ish, and then you have Sakura, who's kind of an amalgamation of all of them. But you, it, it's very strange because her voice is so like raw that it doesn't it doesn't sound like there's a lot of practice behind it. But it's okay, like it's it's okay that it's not. It actually is even better that way. Like you hear sometimes that she's trying her hardest to belt out something. And that's okay. Like, I, I've heard it, and it's like, that's cool. I like that. I like that rawness of it. And I don't know if they did that intentionally or if that's just kind of how she sings. Either way, it, the music is fantastic. Let's uh, go over to the next part, which would be um, – oh, let, let's, let's go to, like, the animation next just to kind of get that out of the way. So this started off kind of rough, and I remember the, the, the memes were coming out about the third episode where they did this terrible 3D animation – performance of i think it was awakened returner or something like that but it was oh god awful man and it's interesting to see that but then but it's weird because it kind of goes along with the story because as they've gotten better the technology has also gotten better the the um the cgi technology they, they've gotten better with it to the point where it looks fantastic now guys like i you know i shit on cgi a lot but i'm like now i'm like oh i kind of i kind of like this now i kind of like this now this is pretty good uh it'd, be, it'd still be cool if they they drew that in but i understand why they don't they they don't do that you know because obviously it would take a long time to do that whereas if they do cgi they can literally just um use the girls and do and do the performances and you know, instead of actually having to animate all that stuff so i totally get why that why they do that um but the animation, I, I'll tell you what. I will tell you what, guys. The episode 8 and 9 of season 2 were some of the most beautifully rendered episodes I think I've ever seen in, in an idol anime. But, I mean, in it, oh my god, it looks so good. I can't exactly say what the setting was because it's a little bit of a spoiler thing. But it was... It looked so good, man. It looked really, really good. And I remember looking at it, I was like, whoa. This could be like, they could legitimately be do an anime from a, another genre. Then put it in this, in this, uh, in these scenes, and I would believe it. I wouldn't even believe, like if I showed this to somebody, oh, that would be a good game, huh? Just showing that to somebody, showing uh, this particular episode to somebody, and be like, hey, guess what this anime is about? And they'll be like, They'll try to say all this other stuff. It's like, nope, it's about idols, bitch. Give me my five bucks. <laughs> Get an easy five bucks out of somebody. But yeah, the the animation is fantastic. It is. It's really good. Uh, you do have to sit through a little bit of the first season. It, it gets better by like episode six or so. But man, in season two, it goes up by like a few notches, man. By the first episode, when you see that first performance, you're like, yo, let's go, dude. Let's go. So yeah, this uh, this anime the animation is is fantastic. Sure, first first season a little bit rough. Um, at least the regular animation, like the traditionally drawn animation, is actually not is is very good, very good. But it isn't um, very good, very good. It's <laughs> it, 
but the the CG it eventually got really good to the point where I can, I totally, I've watched it. I've watched like some other performances like a couple times now. That sounds weird saying that out loud. Anyway, let's go on to, <laughs> let's go on to the characters themselves. I was alluding to a little bit of this uh, before. So the characters, you know, I just mentioned I and Junko for comparison, but also you're thinking about Sakura. She was actually a big fan of Iron Frill, which was I's original group. Uh, and it's, it's very interesting to see, these people you know are these uh the these characters interact with each other uh, you know once we learn yugiri's background it was so well put together that it really added a lot of depth to her character and you know that i'll go into the story elements a little bit later but um each character has a really good purpose and i think the good part about this is despite it being an idol anime it, it doesn't have a whole lot of characters like you can tell which characters they want to focus on you know it's very, very clear. And uh, by the way, I'm, I keep shitting on Naruto for this, but it's still something that I hold like a deep grudge against them for. Whenever Naruto would introduce characters, it would make us feel sh- like feel a certain way about them, make us feel like emotionally attached to them, and then they just be like, "All right, uh, move on. You're, we don't need you in the series anymore." And you'd be like, "What? What? I, I, I had a job here. What are we doing? No, no, no! Come back, Rock Lee! No!" <laughs> and so, but these. It's funny, whenever they introduce a character, they come back very, very, like, a lot, you know? And I think that's the really cool thing about it. Like, anytime they decide to, obviously for story reasons, some of them aren't exactly in there all the time. But it's really cool to see, like, I'll give an example. The recurring fans. I (laughs) I call them Bulk and Skull because they remind me of Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers. If you guys don't know who Bulk and Skull are... Uh, I feel sorry for you, son. That 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 power growing up with Power Rangers, bro, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, that shit was amazing. But you know, this fat guy and this really skinny guy that are like metalheads that come to their very first concert ever, and you know, it, it's so cool to still see them. It's it's I I have to say, man, every time I still see those guys, I'm just like, wow, this, for, dude, I can't even tell you how happy I am to see them in the audience. I, I can't even tell you how much these stupid minor characters, I shouldn't say stupid, but these minor characters, how much of a smile on my face, how much a smile they bring to my face every single time I see them in the freaking crowd. I don't know why, dude. They're not even my fans, dude. They're not even real. But for some reason, just seeing the recurring fans, seeing, I mean, a good, a good example would be like uh, Takeo or Lily's dad. Oh my God. It is, oh, dude, it's so good. It's like, it, how do how do fa- how do recurring fans really like secondary characters that don't have a whole lot of lines? How is it that they are the ones that bring me joy? Almost like a good like it it complements the music, which is like crazy, right? Like the 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 fans, which is actually really interesting, right? Because in typical idol fashion, or if you watch like an idol performance or something like that, you'll find out that the fans have a lot of interaction with the with the idols, you know, there'll be like these times in between the songs, right. Where the idols actually talk to the fans and they'll be like, yeah, yeah. And I remember like uh, bringing uh, to another or going over to another idol anime real quick, uh, 22 seven, there's a performance that they do. And I remember they were performing and during the song, they actually like the fans did this thing where they would like, it was like, uh, they would say the person's name in like to the beat, which was like crazy. I was like, Oh my God, that. Like, that's part of the song now. And it's so interesting. Like, even watching, if you watch uh, live, right? Uh, if you watch uh, one of the Zombie Line Saga things that French Yushu did live, 
the during Saki song, like she ended up, you know, they do the woohoo, you know, and they have the little light sticks and shit that they hold up. It's so, but the fan interaction is very is like a part of the whole performance. So seeing that the seeing that Zombieland Saga did something, I don't think I've ever seen. I, I don't think I've seen too many idol anime do at least not the ones that i've seen which is focus on the fans which is really strange it's not it's not it doesn't seem like it's a very common thing in the anime that i've watched sure they'll, they'll like you know show a couple of people but you know i'm looking at like the character wiki for some of these people and some of them are recurring characters from like so like if the if the the zombies themselves or the main characters themselves were uh you know pretty born pretty recently or something like that or they have something to do with their story um some of the fans end up being them too. And it's so cool to see that, you know, and you know, when I'm, when I'm looking at it, it, it's, Oh my God, dude. I, I don't even know what to say, dude. It's so interesting that the fans give me this much of a boost to the story. And that's just, that, I think that's just overall, like, like a great storytelling on their part, which gets me into the last part of this, which is the story. So the story is, well, it, I mean, it has to be pretty much the most unique story that I've ever seen in an idol anime. Now, okay, I haven't seen that Vivi Florette one. I, I know it's called an idol anime, but I've seen some clips. I'm like, okay, I don't know if this is exactly an idol anime. Um, so maybe I should watch that one and make sure that I'm not I'm not talking out my ass here. But anyway, let me let me just get back to my 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 points. So one of the things that separates Zombieland Saga from other idol animes is the uniqueness of the story and the uniqueness of the situation. Because it's interesting because in idol anime previously, I mean, sure, I feel some... I mean, of course, I feel... I do feel, you know, certain... A certain sense of dread when things don't work out for my idols or, you know, for, for the idols in the anime or something like that. I just said my idols. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm starting to sound like one of these freaking idol fans. Even though I do feel a sense of uh, a sense of like dread whenever something happens to them or something like that. It's even like it's amplified by the stakes that these girls have to meet, you know, the, the because, I mean, there's something under without going into too many spoilers, there's something underlying in the reason why they were brought back and why they need to perform and why they need to bring, um, bring more attention to saga, you know, there's this, and I think that's a really cool thing about it because, you know, there's a sense of hometownness, you know, this hometown loyalty. Whereas, I mean, typically when people get really big and stuff, I mean, they're touring all over the place, but this is different because these girls are literally just bringing, people over to a particular part of Japan, which I thought was a really cool way. And apparently like over in like actual Japan, like in real life, uh, people have been traveling to Saga like a lot. It's actually, it's a Saga prefecture over in, uh, I forgot where the fuck it is, but uh, it, anyway, it's, uh, I think it's over by Nagasaki or something like that, but I can't remember now. Um, but it, it's so cool to see that all the story elements are coming together every single time. I remember there was a reveal at the end of season one. I won't say exactly what it was, but I remember I saw that. And I, <laughs> I think, uh, I think me, me, Mike, Oh no, wait, no, I was watching it and I, I was watching it by myself first. And then I eventually went to go watch it with Michael, Johnny and anime Josh, because we, uh, I, I didn't tell them I saw it before them, but I was like, I got to watch this. It came out. I'm not going to wait for you guys. So I just watched it. I remember I jumped out of my seat. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Even though it was, a, it was kind of a, it's not exactly a minor thing, but I just remember seeing it. I was like, yeah. And 
another thing, actually, real quick, I just want to state Kotaro or um, oh my god, I cannot remember his. Oh my god, this guy is such a famous voice actor. I think it's Miyuki something. Um, uh, what the frick is his name? Oh, Mamoru, um, Mamoru uh, Miyano. Miyano, there you go. Dude, Miyano-san's fucking performance as Kotaro is hilarious. And he, he as, a, as a supporting character, he's... Sorry, I, I forgot to go into... How did I, how did I miss Kotaro in the freaking... In the story, in the character part? Dude, he runs the story and he does it so well that it, you know... And I was even watching some, some interviews about, you know, about... Uh, from from the girls, you know the the voice actresses, and they were tell they were saying that he does a lot of ad libbing for a lot of the things that that happen, and sometimes he'll come in with like a new idea, and it, you know what it reminds me of is it reminds me of uh, Robin Williams as a genie, and not okay. I'm not gonna let's let's like I'm not using it. I'm using this as just uh just kind of illustrate the picture for you because I remember he did a there's like um there's like this screen testing thing that they released where. Robin Williams was doing all these different voices and then they tried to animate over the voices and then they even used like an old track of his that was like his stand-up special and so it, he they ended up you know drawing the genie to impersonate these certain things like whatever the Scottish person they put a plaid kilt on him and met him walking around and Kotaro seems like that kind of thing too it seems like a lot of this stuff is it, I mean he adds so much comic relief but at the same time he also is a driving force for why they're doing what they're doing, and without a performance spot from Miano, I, I I have not, uh, I have not heard. Uh, I think it's uh, what's it? Rico Fajardo is the English dub voice actor. I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think that Zombieland Saga should be dubbed. This is just my own personal opinion. But the thing, the the thing that drives Zombieland Saga is the fact that the voice actors are also the singers, are also the dancers, and it gives you a sense of it gives you a sense of continuity and immersion with their characters. The minute you speak in English and then sing in Japanese, it loses the immersion. Well, and also they, none of them sound like themselves, you know, um, no offense to the voice actors in English. I, I just don't think this was, it was a good idea to make this English stuff. But with all that being said, the story is very unique. The story is good. I mean, they actually tie up plot points. I didn't think they were going to explain as much as they did, but they're explaining quite a bit and, you know, leaving some uh, uh, questions for us, you know, so to speak. So, wink, wink. So, for a season three, and yeah, Zombie Land Saga, in my opinion, is the greatest idol anime ever made. Fight me. <laughs> so, we'll see if I ever make a, this video. I really want to try and do one uh, next week for it, but we'll see how it goes. As always, guys, don't forget to check out All Things Casual in the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. As always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.